Everybody comfortable? Yeah. Get your ass up when I'm talking. Hey, take it easy. It's showtime. It's showtime. Yeah. Feel the magic and soul of the YBs. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Take two. Welcome to that Davis show. I know it's been a minute. I am Kenneth Davis. Your co-host, along with my co-host, Ryan Bukovetsky. Follow me at That's Davis on all social media platforms and follow Ryan at Ryan B. Ski 1. No, Ryan B. Ski and Ryan B. Ski 1 on Instagram. Um, Today, we're going to have a holiday theme show, and it's going to be what has been your best sports gift so far this year. Um, So, you know what? I'm going to let... My dude, kick it off since this was his idea. Brian comes up with a lot of the subject matter that we come up with on here. Um, so if you like it, that's him. So give him his props. Um, but go ahead, Ryan. What was your best sports gift that you have received this season? This year, rather. Okay. Just hold on one sec. Ugh, our names are flipped at the bottom. I was thinking that earlier. Like, shouldn't we be on a different screen? You should be able to move it. Just grab my picture and move it over to yours. Can we I? should let you do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is why, yeah. This is why I need my power back. Yeah. I need my power back. Yeah. Okay, I'll just edit that part out. Um, you, want just, okay. you want me to just start over? Sure, that's fine. All right. Welcome back to That Davis Show. I know it's been a minute. I'm your co-host, Kenneth Davis. Follow me at That's Davis. My co-host, of course, Ryan Bukovetsky and executive producer of the show. Follow him at Ryan B. Ski and Ryan B. Ski 1. On this holiday theme episode, we're going to discuss um, what sports gift did you receive, the best sports gift you received so far this year. Um, Ryan comes up with a lot of the subject matter, so if you enjoy that, give him his props. And uh, Ryan, since you came up with it, I want you to shoot first. Uh, what has been the best present sports-wise that you've gotten this season, or this year, rather? Well, the low-hanging fruit would be Justin Fields, and I feel like that might be discussed here uh, coming up soon. See. And, you know, that's that's it, a... It, you can have it, too. You can have it, too, because well, it's it, different it, angles. It. It's different right? angles. Like we've got the banner for Justin Fields. We were talking about Justin Fields in D's basement saying we got no shot to get this guy. Hopefully we can Not get true. Trey Lance. Or, 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 or what if Zach – then we were talking about how Zach Wilson was out of out of reach, right? And it's like, oh, my goodness, thank heavens that he was never in reach. I want to thank the Jets. I know. Right? We, I want to thank, thank the Jets for a minute. Take a pile. Because you, you know what, Jets? I'm not even dissing, dissing you. We do something here called Chicago stupid. I know it's out of town stupid from the score, but I want to talk about Chicago stupid, where we draft someone who doesn't have the prerequisite pedigree, but he and 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 didn't play against the top flight competition, and we'll be like, yo, they're 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 the best ready player to go out there and do whatever. And the Jets, being as generous as a city as we all New York City is, 
were nice enough to make sure that the Bears had no chance whatsoever. Ryan Pace had no chance because I can hear Ryan Pace talking about Zach Wilson's car and Zach Wilson's mom and just all of that and just throwing bouquets and bouquets. And Zach Wilson, would we'd be sitting here now like, oh, my goodness, we're screwed again. And everyone took who they needed to take to make sure, since we didn't have a chance at Trevor Lawrence, that the Bears could end up with Justin Fields. And I remember I said it on our show. Second quarterback taken from the beginning. I don't know it's how. No, it's not a, it's not a question. It's not. A, people outthunk themselves. I overthought it. And we always come back to this. If COVID had wiped out that college football season, guess who would have been the second pick no matter what? Wouldn't have been a question. Wouldn't have been a question whatsoever. Or if he played against lesser competition or if he set out instead of saying that he wanted the Big Ten to come back, had he just set out, as you were saying, clearly, but you, people talk themselves out of, as of right now, the second best quarterback in that draft because of what Trevor Lawrence has been doing the last four or five games. You know what I'm saying? Not to say, because this is the A and B, not to say that Justin won't still have a chance. But I'm just being accurate and being factual. Uh, but still, I mean, because the Bears would have messed it up. All right? Don't get it twisted. The Bears would have messed it if, oh, my goodness, the Bears would have messed it up. And even after that regime was fired, we'd be still sitting here like we are stuck. But you know what? I'll say this. We'll still be messed up. But the new the, – the, since Ryan Poles wouldn't have drafted him, he wouldn't have – he wouldn't hold on to that kid, right? Like, he, Or he'd be trying to – Juice him up to spin him, you know, for a, 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 another draft. Is quarterback right now? Yes. Get the hell out of here, son. We don't care about right. totally, totally. drafting you. Boy, go ahead. Go ahead. With uh, Jaguars Jets on Thursday night. If you're a Jets fan, just watching that, knowing Justin Fields is out there. And even right now, you probably take Trey Lance over Zach Wilson. You have to. You have to. Because it's still hope. And There's no hope. Jones, right? We're taking Mac Jones over Zach Wilson right now. Hey, yo, 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 yo. You know how I'm about to get disrespectful. Disrespectful. Please do. Please do. I'm taking Davis Mills over Zach Wilson. Ooh, right now. The man with the let last me get, name. This, let me get Salt Bay disrespect at the World Cup. <laughs> Where's the trophy? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, honestly, that's where I'm going to go for my favorite sports gift this year is actually the World Cup. I watched that World Cup final. I didn't watch a ton of the other games, but I did where I could. The problem was a lot of times those games were so early, especially in the West Coast. Oh, my God. I'd have to wake up crazy early. But that was a thing. Like, I didn't need sports radio or anyone telling me anything afterwards. I was surprised at how much I did hear. But I, I was thinking, man, that is one of the best sporting games I've ever seen. Like, and it's really what a lot of people have already said. It's the, it's the whole Messi and Mbappe who are the goats right now of the sport, if you will. And they were on another level than any other player on the field. And, you know, you, you dream of that stuff, like Kobe versus LeBron in the finals and some of those things. And, you know, they can fall short a lot, especially in a one-game randomness. Like, in a series, it's a lot easier to compile your greatness. And for them to just do all that, and then on top of it, when it gets to penalty kicks, both of them make their kicks, and then all the drama unfolds after that. I thought it was, like, just in terms of localized, because in terms of just the year, Justin Fields is going to be the year. If I'm going maybe a second Chicago level, 
I would go MLB free agency because both sides of town are at least doing a little something that's making you a little feel better. Not saying it's over the moon. That's why Justin Fields is way up there versus them. Mm-hmm. But in terms of just like a single day event, that World Cup final was that was really great for me to watch. Um, going to the you're accurate with that. Going to the MLB, um, you look at the fact that the Cubs brought in Bellinger, and you're hoping that he can have offensively rebound to the player that he is past form, but defensively you still have him. You have a, a, a nice defensive shortstop now. Um, so, like, with, with the Cubs, I can be – if I was a Cubs fan, I would be somewhat happy, but, you you, you know, you still pro- – you want more. We all want more. Yeah. Um, for the Sox, well, you know, you have Clevenger. You just think defensively, and if the young pitching is actually legit, that's the excitement for the Cubs. That's the path to victory. And then you're hoping right. maybe, like you said, Bellinger just a little bit better. Maybe you get the same from Swanson, maybe just a little bit more power and just you get enough from everywhere. And then next year you make your big, big move, if you will. From the Sox, you know, you have Clevenger and hoping he can get back to his his Cleveland uh, ways. And then they they picked up uh, who they picked up in outfield. I'm sorry. I don't know how I'm playing. Yeah, it's a guy that we wanted in the the trade for Chris Sale. Um, So that's cool. guy. You say what? Rick Hahn's guy. He loves him some Benatendi. Okay. Some Zox have so much to prove. Um, but, you know, there's only so much I can kind of say about that team. Um, so, moving on for anything. <laughs> that's a gift really quickly. That's a, that's the gift of Cole from what they show. You know, yeah, I mean, it's just as a Sox fan, and I know this is supposed to be um, uplifting, you're tired. And I'm going to be honest with you, it's just not that team. It's every team here in Chicago, and it, I'll get to my my present now outside of the Bears because they may have the most important player you need on your team in football, finally. And I've never seen one in my life. And my dad never saw one in his life. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's Anyone Justin Fields. Bears in color haven't seen it. The last time exactly. was black and white, basically. Exactly, exactly. So um, it's it's Justin Fields by a long shot. Um, Justin Fields not really take, regressing after he stepped up because I thought it was going to go like this, but he still was going to keep going up. But, you know, to, and I'm not saying he's had perfect games every game, but you've seen that. You can just tell a light on that was never on. Before. It was never. And the speed of the game is slower to him, and he just needs better passing concepts and to, to, to get more of a synergy with the players around him and the coaching staff. Um, because we saw what he could do at Ohio State when, when he wasn't this. We knew he could run. That was never a question, but he wasn't really a running quarterback. And we turned him into Lamar Jackson for the sake of uh, scoring points. And who thought he could put up 30 points like it was nothing consistently, basically. So, I mean, just as a bear, let me start off as a Bears fan. Um, I said on this show and we had the guys from TTNL come on here. Um, and I said the Bears were going to draft Justin, do everything they can to draft Justin Fields prior to that draft, right? A week, a week, a week or two, a week or a week or two prior to that draft. And they did just because once I knew he was falling in the draft, I was like, he eyes, baby. I was like, yeah, too many stupid people out there. I was worried about was Mac Jones being the pick for Ryan Pace. I, I knew, I knew he wasn't going to do that. I knew he wasn't going to do that out of looking at the type of he. He still wanted an athletic quarterback. The, the, the discussion was, did he want the athletic quarterback with some tent? 
You know what I'm saying? But you saw, like, cause you look at what you you look at what Mitch is. Mitch is an athletic, strong arm quarterback. Um, but so he we know the type and style that when Ryan Pace thinks of what he wants. I mean, we know he had when he was down there as a personnel guy for the Saints, he had Drew Brees. And Drew Brees, when he was younger, was a little mobile, but was never looked at as being a dual threat. So he was trying to get the best version of what of that, perhaps. Um, but no, to sit there and to go through last year where there was questions. To start off this year, where I'm in the parking garage with Josh Schrock um, from the Under Center Podcast, even more importantly from NBC Sports Chicago, uh, Bears Insider, and we're like, yo, it may get to the point this year, you know, we, we may have to go in on Justin. You know what I'm saying? Depending on how this year, like if he if he starts to pick it up or not, because at some point, some of this is on him, regardless of how bad this offensive line is and how woeful these receivers are. Because, listen, the special ones, and they may not all do it at the same time, they they do it with with empty cupboard boards at times during their career. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's what there were years where the the, the Packers offensive line was trash and Aaron Rodgers was getting pummeled. And he was still doing special things in the regular season. So to see Justin, who was placed behind him, a terrible offensive line, and that's Ryan Potion have done that. He should at least got two average linemen to go out there to sustain um, some blocking on that offensive line. And to see him, it click, and for him to just take off and almost beat some of the better teams in the NFC, um, it's just been terrific. With uh, the Eagles. Did you think he was the better quarterback on the field? Because that's what I felt, too. When And I've heard a lot of talk of that chatter. And that's not to put any disrespect on Jalen Hurts. He was dropping those dimes to A.J. Brown. And he's obviously been an NFL candidate. But not yet. Not yet. Not know, yet. He's not yet. I'm not going to do it. Jalen Hurts has shown, and now he has the weapons, that there's a lot of things he can get done. through, And he has that offensive line. Goodness, Lord, that offensive line. There's a lot of things that he can do through the air. Um, that being a half-free quarterback, they've opened it up for him more. I'm not saying that it's full-on open as far as is, is it always the whole entire field. But look at the lack of picks. Um, you got to give him his props. Now, I'll say this. The potential is higher in, in, in Justin. All right? Uh, Justin has the same arm. Yeah, Justin's arm may even be better, but it may it may not be stronger, but it may be more things that he can do from different slots than what Jalen can do. Running wise, it's not even a question uh, because, and this is why I had to, I, I I was mad at the Eagles. They 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 had Jalen Hurts out there like a fullback. I don't know if it was an RPO, so I don't know if it was Hurts making this decision or if it was a call design run. But Lord, the Bears was lighting him up. And like th- that's always the fear with Justin, and I'm happy that they've told Justin, "Yo, dial that back. You don't always have to try to do this." You know what I'm saying? Every week because you're gonna get hurt. Um, but the pedigree with the potential is Justin's potential is higher um, than than, than Jay. Both of them are terrific competitors. It seems like, and very business oriented. I think, I think uh, Jalen may be a little bit more. And I, I'm not saying it in a negative way to Justin. I think I kind of like the, the fact that Justin can be business oriented, but wants to have a little fun with his with his, his, his with the players, his teammates. You know, because you kind of sometimes you may need that, but it also depends on the type of leader you are, and they both know who they are. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's it's having dude a quarterback, not even a, a, a black quarterback at that, being a black man, having a black quarterback for my team, and he could be the best quarterback they've ever had since Sid Luckman, right? 
And the fact that already he's he the tool he's using was not the tool that he favored in college is. And we know what he could do with an offensive line and deep threats in college to think about what he could perhaps do in the future has been a blessing. And now I'm going to say it to the get to the other part work wise, you know, here with you and I working for NBC Sports. Do you know, like we were at a point where we were like, yo, and I mean, I've, I've met fans in the streets and they're like, yo, I'm not I'm not even following anything talking about the Bears. Justin has made the Bears relevant in a season. No one should care because it's the tear. It's the it's the, the beginning of a tear down rebuild. Right. So and 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 to, to make them still for me now, it may not be for everybody, but appointment viewing and I have to do it for my job. But it gives me some like every game. Like I, I, had, to, I had to tell Afton to come down here and watch those those three plays to where he got hit crazy. Um, I think he almost may have. Uh, I think he he made a he made an ill pass, and then he had what we thought was a touchdown run, but he stepped out of bounds. And they were it was it was a, just bam, 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 and it was like, dude, dude, like for the Bears to be as bad as they are, and for him to give you something to blow your mind every weekend for the last month to two months, basically, has been terrific. Because without him. Oh my goodness! I would want to go jump off the top of this house. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, and just to think of what we, we no one's questioning. Yo, do we need to get a quarterback? It's not even a, any real realistic fan knows the answer to that. Um, and that's not to say he'll be the greatest quarterback ever or the best quarterback in the NFL, but he will be really damn good, if not special. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying he can't be great. I'm not by no means am I saying that, but it also helps who's, you know, ordering the groceries for you, too. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it's it's been Justin Fields, man, because I, I sit here and I think about Bulls games that I don't want to watch. You know what I'm saying? And it's not that the Bulls don't have talent, but it's not even working. And we know that window was a short window. And now with Lonzo being out as of now, the window is closed tight. And I'm not saying it wouldn't be closed tight if Lonzo was here. But it's slapped shut because all those teams got their one got their stuff together and they're not injured, which was benefiting the Bulls last season. Um, and with the baseball teams, I went over that with the hockey team. Um, it takes a long time to flip a hockey team around. And you know what I'm saying? Like and it, it takes especially with, you know, the salary cap being uh, attached to the Canadian buck. Um, it takes the loon or whatever. It takes a minute. So I'm not I'm not necessarily juiced when it comes to that. Um, but, yeah, the Bears have given me hope. And I saying something for someone in Chicago. And it's not it's not the fake hope of, you know, the Eagle, the playoff game versus the Eagles and Mitch coming in in the second half and playing well. And we hadn't seen him play that well since prior to him. He got hurt uh, that second year that when he got hurt that second year, missed some games. And we was like, well, maybe Mitch can be good. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's not that where we, you're lying to yourself because you already know that Mitch had a cap on him. Um and, and you were hoping that maybe he can exceed the cap or at least live relatively on the cap um, and get to the point now where there's a kid with, with, with no cap on him right now. And he's doing things that we didn't necessarily know he could do. Uh, and there's still so much room to improve. And in that improvement, um, man, you just you just you can't wait. You can't you can't I can't wait to see what the Bears are going to do. I just hope Ryan Poles doesn't mess it up. Um, I have faith in him, um, uh, but I just, man, it's, it's no doubt. Justin Fields has been the best present that any Bears fan or Chicago diehard sports fan uh, could have received in, in a dozen Christmases, if not more than that. Yeah, and as 
brutal as it is right now in the Chicago sports scene, I mean, if that's the number one thing, you got a quarterback for the most popular team in town. Like, I don't know about you. I'm getting not like going crazy, but I'm getting like those Jordan vibes a little bit. Like this new regime comes in and they happen to have like Michael Jordan. Now can you kind of, that's why I even said in the group text, Ryan Poles needs to be Jerry Krause ASAP. How can I build around this dude and do whatever it takes type thing? And man, I mean, if we're talking yearly competitive in football, because it's been a lot of yearly uncompetitive in football for, oh, my God, mainly the 2000s. You're talking a major change in how we consume sports, how we breed sports, how we look, how we essentially set up our calendars. Everything is going to be must watch, must see with the Bears versus now it's kind of like, call me when they're good. We can actually, if this goes right, stick our chest out and not talk shit because we're the Bears. But talk shit because they kicking ass and they got this star, this superstar at the helm who everyone knows when he comes to your stadium. Oh, you you better you better have your pistols out because we're not fighting with Nas no more, baby. We got nukes over here. All right. We got we got a nuke. We got us one. We finally got us one. Right. We like that little country. We've cracked the code and we know their secrets. Now we can build them. Now everyone's on red alert. Like, we got to stop exactly. this. Exactly. Oh, no. We got to get the bomb out of Rwanda. We have it. We have it. Yeah. I mean, you think about, like, you nailed it with the potential. Like, he runs like Lamar Jackson and Cam Newton combined. I mean, he is just fast as hell, and he will lay a, a hit on you, but he's graceful as hell out as a runner. And I'm totally with you. Like, that last game, the game against Green Bay, he has just looked like a thrower of the football. Like he looks like a quarterback and you're just thinking, man, imagine if he had a guy that was worthy of a double team. Imagine if he had a left tackle that you never had to chip. Right. Like we'd be talking so differently. We might be approaching 35, 40 a game instead of this 30. Everything you just saying, dude, I was sitting there and mind you, I'm, 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 I want the draft pick. So you get what I'm saying. But that Packers game, I was like, forget the traffic. I was like, it's number seven, it's number six, forget it. Right? I was like, I want this win. I had to stop myself in the Eagles game. I was like, Kenneth, the Packers is different, all right? Because yeah. yeah. it's Aaron Rodgers. And also it's Aaron Rodgers, and he's been too Aaron rodgers the last three years, right? So I, the Packers game, I was like, forget it. I'll, go, I'll take the lower draft pick, right? I'm like, I want this. The Eagles one, I was like, man, listen, this is nice. And, it, like, I know they're a great team, but, man, best y'all. Kind of need to lose no, because we we right now we can get into that top. We get the top two, baby, baby, baby. <laughs> like so, I'm I'm totally I'm totally like, dude. It's and just look, it's not lies. A lot of times when you're an abused sports fan, you hype up something and it's hyperbole and it's really not as good. Like people on the outside look at us talking to Chicago, be like, what? You saying the Bulls may be able to do something with those players that you got? You know, and I'm not trying to diss the Bulls, but just we we so starved that we, yeah. we eat it up. You know what oh, I'm saying? Like, we like any light at the end of the tunnel is like, oh yes, we made it, we got it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just think about how people felt like about like Kirk Heinrich, um, Rex Grossman. You oh. know what I'm saying? Like, and you would just you 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 would sit there and because. You you had them and they were yours. 
you like, man, but Ben Gordon, you know what I'm saying? And I hope everything's good with Ben Gordon. But it, people overhyped. It was like, yo, they're straight, y'all. But you got to understand there's, le- there's levels to this, right? And perhaps with Justin, the level could be the top level. And at the beginning of this year, I was like, maybe he can just be really good. And I mean, now it's back to, yo, this kid could be great. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's, it, you know, if he's the best quarterback in the league someday. It is right. Still- At least he could be in the con- now. It's like he may be able to be in that conversation regularly. You know what I'm saying? So, man, it, 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 it hasn't changed. Like you said, like back in September, if you were like, you have to answer this question: How? What's Justin Fields' max as a quarterback? I don't think anybody would have said he still got a chance at being the best in the league. And that's how far he has come. Where you're right, like the conversations already started with who's better between him and Trevor Lawrence. And I agree with you. I think Trevor Lawrence is slightly better right now, mm-hmm. but that's, that's big time. Like Trevor Lawrence was the top rated like prospect since Andrew Luck and like John Elway, you're talking Mr. Perfect as a prospect. And we got a legitimate conversation and I don't know if bears Jaguars can ever really become a rivalry, but boy, that would be a lot of fun just because of these two growing up playing since middle school. And they're still being like that top tier, top competitiveness. And I would not be surprised in a few years. We're talking Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields is who's the best quarterback in football. Oh, hold on now. Hold on. Now. I know. Hold I know, but I would not. Be like, listen, there's a man, because I got to put some respect on my baby's name. His name is Baby Gold. He resides in Kansas City. All right, we go. And now listen, this ain't on you. I, I'm out here talking reckless myself. No, no, no. Uh, the only reason I'm coming from this, uh-huh. we don't know what his true potential or like what the ceiling is as a thrower. If he does take some major steps with the combination of his running, he's going to have a chance if he can make that step as a passer. Listen, you just can't disrespect Baby Gold on this show, buddy. Well, I'm not saying he all, uh, all angles. Well, all right, or one pat passing because look, um, Patrick Mahomes has perhaps what the fourth best arm. We could, if you said seventh, I won't be arm, but like it's a ton of guys with cannon yeah. cannons now in the NFL, right? Like, and this is another thing too. While we're having this, because it's a lot of nice young quarterbacks in the NFL. All right, oh, yeah. you talking about. Josh Allen coming up in this week. You're talking about Justin Herbert. You're talking about Patrick Mahomes. You know, saying you're talking about you say what? Joey Burrow? Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. And I, I, I forgot Joe. You're talking about Joe Burrow, all right, who has the they, – they're large. We're, we're just like super tight. I call him Joey B. You know, it's just Okay, our- okay. So there's a lot. And I'm not saying like that's – I should say this. So I was talking. That second tier, he can be – be at the top of that. I mean, it depends on where, what Josh Allen does. It's one thing. It depends on what Josh Allen does – as far as really winning it all, he came close last year to making it almost, uh, almost making it to the Super Bowl. Um, and then listen, I know, and I look, I know there's been a ton of injuries with the Chargers, but Justin Herbert's gonna have to put up the win, y'all. That's just the facts. Listen, physically and mentally, I see everything everyone's saying, but it goes back to what I was saying about Aaron Rodgers at times where. Guys beat up. You got to go out there and make it make it happen. And I know his receivers was going, his tackles were going. You know what I'm saying? I I know, I know. But if he's great, he has to keep. And I'm not saying he had a terrible year, but he has to keep the team relevant, even in those situations. Particularly if you're gonna start, if you're gonna ask somebody to give you 300, 400 million dollars. All right. Um. So I just want to put that. So getting back to the Patrick Mahomes thing, the thing about Patrick Mahomes, where Josh Allen has a stronger arm, Justin Herbert has a stronger arm. 
man, Patrick Mahomes can throw the ball from so many different angles, yeah. and better, he better. can sp- he can spin it better than anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like that's his strength and through. But also in mobility, it's not like he not like do and. Yeah. His, it's just because he looks weird doing it, but dude, he be shaking cats out of their boots. You know what I'm saying? And then we're talking about a guy who every year he's been in the league, he's been an MVP candidate, and almost if he didn't, he's been to the Super Bowl twice, won once, or been in the AFC Championship game. Basically, like this streak in the AFC is strong. You know what I'm saying? Like this isn't weak ass AFC where um the Patriots were going to the Super Bowl damn near every year because definitely we knew in the East they didn't have to go up against nobody. But the AFC, the people AFC before they got these quarterbacks was weak. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it was. It was the weaker conference. And now it's clearly for the last three years at least been the stronger conference. Um so again, uh getting back to it. Not anyone I now I took away all the flavor from the Justin Love for Patrick. Well, one thing I like about like you're totally right. Patrick Mahomes is the best. He's going to continue to be the best. For Patch, or for Justin Fields to even get that conversation, he's going to have to do major development with his arm. But one thing I really like with Justin compared to Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes is the same as Justin Fields. They are not turnover guys. Like, Justin mm-hmm. Fields rarely puts that ball in harm's way. Josh Allen, he'll throw it to a little bit. He's not like Jared Goff. Well, maybe not Jared Goff this year, but some of those guys we've talked about in the past, like, he'll throw it to you. It's not quite like that, but he can be a little reckless with that football. And I just love, at least with Justin Fields, you're seeing that deep ball coming to life. You're seeing very efficient passing numbers in terms of that ratio of touchdown interception. He just doesn't throw it in harm's way. And you think if like he can really marry, and he started to do it, if he can really marry that Russell Wilson style of let me run around get guys off their kind of spot defensively. They're chasing receivers. Their eyes are all over the place. And then you just pick them apart, throwing it downfield. I feel like he is going to get on that track eventually. And that kind of player, I mean, they got a chance to beat anybody any Sunday, regardless if they're not the best in the league. True. Even though I, I, I want him to be able to win from the pocket. Um, but I think he, I think he's doing that too. Like I think I'm not he, saying no, no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just I'm going back to, and this isn't just a comparison from you. This has been a comparison for Justin when it comes to Russell Wilson, and we start to see what happens where and it, it, coaching plays a part in rookie coach and Hackett. But being off script isn't the best thing majority of the times. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I we I want the best of both worlds is what I'm saying. I want for you at times to be able to win from the pocket, but going to the Justin Herbert situation. Then if the one, if you're just going up against a defensive team or a deep that defense is hot, you can win from off balance throws and from sand lot. Or if your line is injured and you have to take a pawn more above on you, you can win playing Sandlot because your offensive line can't give you the amount of time that you necessarily need to really get the ball off the way you would usually get it off if your line is a stronger offensive line. That's all I'm saying. I feel like if, if let's say the prototype is like Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers, Justin Fields is more Aaron Rodgers than I think Justin or Russell Wilson. He was in college, and I think that's what you want to see. He can be like I, I'm with you. I mean, it's just us. It's them one coaching him up. Um, I think he'll do everything he needs to do. Yeah. Um, and it's also it's also to be honest with you, and us. This discussion has made me really think about it. If they trade down, if they trade back because someone's going to go get a quarterback, they probably need to trade back into the first round. They trade probably need, if they get a second round pick, they need to get that pick up and another a second round pick maybe from next year. 
and they need to go get a receiver, yo, in the back end of the first round. Like it's it because if you everything we're saying and having this discussion with you, like they need a dude. For, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They need they need a dude, man. They need someone who won off the top. It's like you do, you know he could take it. I don't know if that's 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 the uh, Addison kid from used to be at Pitt. You oh, yeah. Well, used to be a pit now. I was at USC. Um, I, but they, if I'm just, this is, I'm saying this. I'm not saying, of course, we want this in general. Um, and, and then you should do this even if, let's say, you don't trade back and you take a stud in the front end of the first round and you gave up your front end of the first round pick from uh, from this year to get Chase Claypool. I'll be honest with you. Take the second round pick from this year. Take the second round pick from next year and see because the quarterbacks are going to knock people back and go get one of the top two, top three wide receivers because the receiver market is too poor. Or, or Because think about it. Who's out there that you can trade for that you wouldn't, one, have to give up a first rounder to get? You know what I'm saying? They like who who's out there to step on the situation where clearly he needed out of Minnesota, and I don't think that exists right now. Exact. So like that's kind of, everyone kind of was taken care of. And I know on our text line we talked about T. Higgins, but he isn't even at the back end of his contract where he could perhaps force that to, if that's gonna happen or whatever. Um, but you you he he needs a weapon, yo, because let's the receiving room just isn't it. It's just and 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 even if they have time next year, they could be better. But they can't be it, it right now. I'll be lying to you if I said they could be it. It does, and prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. But it, I don't. But from now having this sample size, and I mean, I love me some Darnell Mooney, but they need a better player than him. You know what I'm saying? They need someone better than Mooney um, to, to to make sure that Justin can get to the next level. What do you think about that tight end from Georgia? Because I'm kind of wondering maybe that's a that's an option. Hey. We trade down a little bit in that from that number two. And you can maybe grab him around five or seven. Kind no, of thing. no, no. And listen, it's look terrific. Um, goodness, he's huge. I'll be like, what? Brock Bowers, not the big one. Brock Bowers. Okay, okay. Um, this is my issue. Um, and I've said it's funny. I've said this on Under Center. Um, perhaps the Bears, but I said like in a sec because this, this is actually a, a nice uh, uh, draft for tight ends. They should look for a you guy. I wouldn't yeah. look for him in the first round. I wouldn't look for I, – I don't think, Ryan, um, be honest with you, I'm not going tight end first round. You know what I'm saying? And it's well, not – it's not Unless you're trading down. But unless it's still – you, you, you still – look, you, your defense your defense is front seven. It's trash. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I'm, I mean, I'm, And I'm not saying they're not trying. Look, guys, I'm not saying that those players aren't out there busting their ass. That's not what I'm saying. It's just they don't have enough talent out there. And if they, I'll say this, if they had just a crazy disruptor, it would make all of those guys look better. You know, say even if they had a a guy that was killing the three technique, it's going to allow those edge, those edge rushers to come in better. Or if it was the flip flop, if you had a crazy defensive, defensive end, it may help Justin Jones perform better being a three technique. You know what I'm saying? And so they have to. They have to really go defense. I know, you know, we everyone's talked about it. I was on Sean Amaya this morning, but we, we everyone talked about it on NBC. And you know, Deron Payne, um, you could do you could do Deron Payne, but if I'm doing Deron Payne, I'm still going out. I'm I'm I'm, I'm bringing in Will Anderson. You know what I'm saying? Because at that point, dude, I don't 
I can start filling the rest of this defense in with second and third rounders for like the next five years. I don't have to worry about, not to say at times if a player isn't there in the back end of the first round, because that's where you would hope the Bears are, right? But I don't have to worry about, yo, I, unless he's just the stud. The Bears have an offseason, Justin's hurt. They end up with a higher draft pick, and it's like, yo, this guy's too much of a stud for us to go off of. But you can start doing kind of what Indianapolis did with with with, with um, Peyton Manning, where they're like, yo, Tony Dungy, outside of Dwight Freeney and Mathis, you're going to have to make it work with this defense. You know what I'm saying? Because most of this money is going to be on the offensive side. I'm not saying that's what the Bears necessarily should go all in for because you're already spending money on Deron Payne. And again, I brought up Mathis and I brought up Freeney, which they spend money on. But you can, it's so much more you can do when you when when there's no time. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing. Like, and the crazy part is they got DBs now. You know, yeah. they just need to go out. They need to figure out. They either need to go out and get. get Bildor, but yes. Yeah, I was just about, that's what I was about to say. Either you can try to get Kenny Moore from the Colts and put him at the slot and then kick kick, kick Kyler Gordon outside. Because Vildor just needs to be depth. It's not a knock on him. He's proven yeah. he could play, but he shouldn't be starting. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, so if you, if you, and now, I mean, being all, being all fairness, now we're talking about the defensive backfield. We're talking about luxury because they got three, three guys out there. What? No, no. They got four guys out there that are, and, Gordon is maybe still a lot on, but I think he will be nice. Yeah, I think we I, all think Brisk is they're rookies too in, in the worst part of football, which is passing now since all the rules benefit the offense. Um, but you see it, and then you're talking about Jalen Johnson being if it being in the top of the second tier of cornerbacks, you know what I'm saying? Having to prove maybe he's in the top tier, but I'll, I'll say the top of the second tier yeah. just right now. I don't I, I hate to say it because this kid's a rookie. I don't see him being in the same league as Sauce Gardner. I don't think, and I know he has had the same season, uh, has had a similar season. I don't think he's as good as Jalen Ramsey. Um, right. so there are some guys that still stand at a, a higher level. Um, but yeah, you if you get if you get if you have pressure, oh me oh my, and you know what I'm saying. And, and now we're talking about giving the ball back to Justin even more. You know what I'm saying? Like now we're talking about turnovers. You know what I'm saying? We're talking we're, we're talking about do shorter fields. You know what I'm saying? So that's the way I would kind of go about it. Um, but again, I don't get paid to uh, general manage for the Chicago hey, Bears. If that's the draft plan, I can I'm totally behind that, and I totally agree with you. If it's not the tight end. That's fine. They need to add a significant piece for Justin Fields, regardless yep. of what you're trying to do defensively. I'm totally right. with you. If that means yep. taking picks from next year to jump into this year again type thing, if that means, you know, trading potentially for a receiver that we don't know is maybe available type thing, you've got to be able to bring in somebody where Justin Fields, and if you want to go defense heavy beyond that, I'm fine with that. And like you said, you know, if – you decide to go defense in that first round, do whatever it takes to trade into that second round and get the best offensive player that's still available there type thing. They already have a second round pick. They gave ahead too. They gave away, they traded away theirs. They have the Ravens second round pick. Um, right. So if it takes still, getting up next year. So get on your right. horse, go get that receiver or something. Yeah. Do, it. do it. Because dude, you, you damn near should be able to get that pick back. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? Just be, being in the draft and what somebody may want or whatever. So definitely we'll see. And this this went from something that was supposed to be 15 minutes and now it basically turned into 40. Um, you got anything else before we get out of here, Ryan? No, just happy holidays to everybody. Hope you enjoy it. Hey, he said it for both of us. Happy holidays. Uh, be safe, particularly if you're anywhere that's not on the West Coast, because it is cold outside here in Chicago. Um, right now it is minus three degrees. Um 
we're, we're going to be back, everybody. Um, we're going to be back over here giving you this content. Please subscribe. Uh, talk to all your friends to definitely subscribe, you know, on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. We appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to spend a little bit of time with us ranting about sports and whatever else we talk about here at That Davis Show. Everybody have a good holidays and be safe.